It's early June, the sun's shining, and I have to say, Dunster is looking absolutely beautiful today. And for this podcast, we thought that we'd introduce you to Jackie Barnes from Exmoor Village Walks. So, Jackie will be taking walking tours around the village of Dunster every Tuesday morning and afternoon from the end of June. And for, what, an hour and a half or two hours, visitors and residents alike will be able to explore the village they love and find out much more about the interesting local history which is ensconced within this wonderful medieval village. So, over to you, Jackie, and welcome to Exmoor Village Walks. Jackie, why Dunster? Why do you want to let people know about our beautiful village? Um, well, basically, um, I just I love Dunster. It's such a historic place. Um, my daughter went to school there. I've always enjoyed having a little stroll around, and I thought, why not? I love to chat. I love to walk. Why not combine the two? Mm. And it's going to be a light-hearted... It's going to have, obviously, history in it, but I'm, I'm trying to make it fun, a bit light-hearted. I'd like to get families involved. I think there's a market for that. And um, we just need to get, encourage people to come into Dunster, basically. Mm. And, um, yeah, I've just got a passion for it, so mm. I'm going to give it a go. Dunster is absolutely amazing, isn't it? And, it, uh, you know, having I've got a shop there on the high street and yeah. experienced it this weekend... It has been absolutely mobbed. And I was doing a bit of PR on the high street talking to all of our thousands of visitors this weekend. And there is definitely a need for a bit of a light-hearted tour guide engagement as people wander around the village. Is that something you find, Lucy? I think so. I think people come to the village, they they can see it's pretty, but they don't really get much of the history. And we do have a village leaflet, which is a little map. Yeah. Um, but you really do need someone to bring it to life for you. And also there's a lot of hidden parts of the village that mm. you don't really see just by walking up the high street and West Street. So I think it's really important. And I've done the walk with Jackie. And one of the other really good things, as well as all the history that you learn and where everything fits and all of that, um, is that you learn some of her fascinating family anecdotes mm. about Dunster <laughs> and the surrounding area. Because mm. your families have been here a long time. Yes, um, and I think that people on the tour will really enjoy that because they'll hear about how what life was like in the village. Because you remember, it's been very wealthy, hasn't it? Absolutely, yeah, really wealthy. I mean, they were just came pay polo on the lawns, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's been very affluent. And there was loads and loads of shops which people probably don't even know. And my husband's godfather had a butcher's, and it's just there's quite a lot of family history there, which is what I want to share with other people. And yeah. and you know, it, it, it's. Just interesting, isn't yes, it? it is. It's lovely because it, it's it's not exactly covered up, is it? You know, I mean, the, no. the village is still quite real. You know, it's still full of shops and, and the like. But, you know, I've lived there off and on for the best part of 10 years. Yeah. And I haven't ever seen the animal pound. Oh, uh, really? Do you know, up until last year, I'd not seen the animal pound. Yeah. And, and I just happened to walk past on mm. the way to the surgery. I thought, well, I need to do a bit of research on that. And I'm a resident. Mm. And, you know, interestingly, I was speaking to somebody from West Street the other day who has a holiday cottage or second home down there. And they also said the same thing that, you know, they've been coming for, what, six years and they still don't know very much about the village and only just meeting some of the residents. So I think it's not just for visitors. It's for some of our resident population. I I think that's what I found as well. I think when I started writing it, I mean, I knew quite a lot of bits. 
but the amount of stuff that I found out and still finding out, and I think I'm going to find out even more as I go along. And it's just fascinating. I mean, I don't, I tend to do the peripherals of the, of the village really, uh-huh. which I, which I think is quite interesting. Mm. And then we finish up in the high street, yes. which I think is just lends itself because, you know, people then can go and have lunch or afternoon tea. You know, it, it's just, and when you stand at the yard mark and you look down the high street, I mean, what a view. Yeah. I mean, if only those walls could talk, let's yeah. be honest, they yeah. could tell us so much, couldn't they? Mm. I mean, you can't, even on a rainy day, you can't, you know, it's just, a, it's just beautiful. And I imagine at the weekend, like you say, I mean, it, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? We've mm. had such amazing weather that it was absolutely random, which is fantastic. And I think that's it, is if you could just tap into that curiosity yeah. that people have about the place. Yeah. Because it's, you know, there aren't any blue plaques no. in Dunstan. No, there aren't. You no. know, as Lucy said, there is the map, but it doesn't go into a lot of detail no. because, you know, it, there's not a lot of space to do that. And I don't know if you've ever seen some of the tour books of the area and the, the other books, they're just... Boring. Boring. Yeah, they are. They are. And I think if you think Dunster is a very ancient village. Mm. So, you know, we've got Bats Castle, which is extremely ancient. Yep. We've got Roman history. Um, we've got all of that. And then we've got the medieval period. Um, and we have um, remnants of all of those periods since then. I mean, I say it's like a potted guide of British history because mm. it's all there, isn't it? The Civil War, absolutely, the Cannonball yeah. Hall, Saxons, which yeah. you didn't believe was there. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, to be honest, I didn't either. But it is there. <laughs> it is there. Yeah. Odd to believe that a cannonball sort of would have gone round. I think somehow <laughs> some a, a bit skew there, I think. Do you think it was added later? Well, they took it apart, of... didn't they? They took the yard market apart and they because there's numbers in there. When they put it back together. Mm. So I wonder whether that has actually not been put no, <laughs> potentially. That's right, because I think English Heritage did that. Because it was yeah. in the in the sort of nineteen eighties. Have you seen pictures of it? No. It was no. um the roof was mouldy, it that was covered it, yeah. in moss, it was falling apart, and the guy that was the then owner of the lateral arms, Paul Oh uh, Paul Toogood, yeah. He drove this campaign mm. to sort of save the yarn market. Yeah. And then English Heritage became involved. So but there's loads of things, aren't there, from the Priory. You know, we did quite found quite a large chunk of history from the Priory, which, of course, was very wealthy. Yeah, well, we've got the Duffcott, we've got the Tithe Barn, we've got all of those things there. Mm. Really interesting. And even the old hinges you showed. Yes, where the, where the big gates used yeah. to be. And that's what I mean. It's so, so historic. Mm. And, I mean, you know... Small people, children, families. I mean, there's 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 loads you could go with this, isn't there? You know, yeah. it's fascinating. Romans, Saxons, dressing up as knights yes. and princesses. You know, all that sort of loveliness. I mean, you know, I did that... find your idea of dressing up as a mermaid slightly confusing. <laughs> I don't know. You can go and lie in the uh, river Avril, you know, near the Gallic yeah. Bridge. This know? is this is yeah. the this is the unique mermaid of Dunster. Mermaid of Dunster. <laughs> I've just got a bit of an idea. Maybe Discover Dunster could sponsor a sort of a live. <laughs> installation yes and we can have people (laughs) all along the route dressed up is it that's not the worst idea in the world no No, i think that could have some yeah (laughs) we could do it for pride month actually we could do no i won't go there but i've got to ask actually near the tithe barn uh and we've not rehearsed this, so I'm sort of... Don't put me on the spot. Just, just, uh, just What's tell me you don't know. <laughs> What's so, a, yeah. so the arch near the Tithe Barn, where the, uh, the books the are, yeah, and the Priory, were there gates on that then? At- well, the whole plot was the, the monks, the Priory, there was, it was sort of called off as a whole farm. They had everything they needed um, with inside the walls. Mm-hmm. So you, you can see, yeah, you can see all the walls, Yeah, you know, and in the walled garden... 
they're not there now, but they used to have um, pear trees and peaches. I mean, they had everything, everything exotic. So they used to eat, obviously, the doves. Mm -hmm. um, they had all the exotic fruit. They had the, they used to grow the melons. Yes, in, the melon it, garden. And it's called Melon House, actually. Yeah. You know, so basically they had everything they needed and, and some, really. Yeah. So, yeah, it was would have been amazing. They did have the big doors. Yeah. yeah. Big, uh, all around. So it was a perimeter, you know. Yeah, thing. a bit like a little fortress, really. Yeah. I suppose the monks are very private people, aren't they? Mm. So they don't want every Tom, and, Dick and Harry wandering no, around, no. do they? <laughs> and there's a great story, isn't there, about in the church. In the church with the with the um, screen, yeah. the longest screen in, in England, that was basically put in, beautifully carved it is, basically because the um, parishioners and the monks were obviously separated because mm. the monks didn't want the parishioners to be looking at them and vice versa, I suppose, but basically more for the monks. And that's basically why they did it. So you can tell they were really private. You know, mm. they are, aren't they? You know, it's, it's, it's their thing, isn't it? Let's yeah. be fair. I, I mean, I have to say, it's near where those gates are. I don't know if you've seen the old graffiti as well, which is no, no, I haven't seen the there. Old yeah, so on top of some mortar, so on the on the stone wall to the right hand side, so opposite the tithe barn, there's some ancient graffiti in there, and you can see it's it. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just take a look next time. Just I will. Take a look see, this is the thing, isn't it? You see, mm. this is why you're always learning on these things, and that's why I think everyone will probably be quite individual mm. because I'm picking up so much information like I've just learned that now so next time I go around I'm going to be looking for the graffiti aren't yeah. I so it's you know it's it's an ever-evolving which I think is good because I don't want to go on something that's totally manufactured and the, the next time you go it'll be exactly the same mm. yeah. which is what I don't want and it's very varied yeah. as an area so that you know like Jackie was saying it finishes at the high street so you can wander down the high street yourself but you know it starts at the lime kiln yeah. I mean, who's got a lime kiln in their village mm. and then goes around the perimeter of the castle but we also do um, that you cross over the River Avel, so you yeah. go to the Gallocks Bridge, mm. which is absolutely beautiful. Mm. There's a Talk a about mill. the pack horse, yeah, absolutely. There's, yeah. You know, there, there's so much variety in Dunster, which is a really a pretty tiny area. Mm. Um, and you even go to the orchard, don't you? Yeah, we go to Community Orchard. Edition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, that's an incredible view. Oh, no, it is. Because you get, obviously, going out towards the Buttercross, and then you get Conagher Tower, which is iconic, mm. the folly. You know, it, it, there just is such a lot to get yeah. in. There is. And um, I think there's lots of mileage in doing lots of other things too, I think, with, mm. with, with the walk. So mm. um, that, this is where we're going to start with. We're going to try yeah. and nail this one and hopefully people will love it and want to come back or tell all their friends to come and have a go. And um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's where we're going with it, really. Well, I think people are, are determined to discover a bit more of Dunster because it's hmm. really easy to talk about Lots of shopping, lovely green tea, <laughs> yeah. you know, have a, have a pint at the Luttrell or the <laughs> yeah, Foresters with the, uh, the swearing parrot, you know, <laughs> or a stag's head or whatever. But it's really tricky to start talking about behind the scenes of Dunster yeah. because a lot of the shopkeepers don't have time because they're so busy and there isn't a natural resource for that. So I think you're going to feel... Uh, you're going to feel a really Yeah, hopefully, day. yeah. And like you say, who doesn't love to shop and eat nice food and have a look around a beautiful beautiful village. I yeah. mean, it's a no-brainer really, yeah. isn't it? Let's be honest. And you're doing something special for kids, aren't yes. you? Yeah. So what I'm thinking is for children, because they might find some of the historical stuff not so cool. So what I've, what I've come up with is um, the children come along and do an I spy of Dunster. Um, so I'll have some famous landmarks for them to be able to tick off, which yeah. children absolutely love. We give them a, a wipeable pen 
and their little laminated sheets and away they go. And obviously the parents can help with that. And yeah, and I'm going to sort of run it with, we're just going to see who turns up and we'll just go with it really mm. a bit more. We're going to be quite relaxed about it all. It's not going to be really sort of regimented. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's going to be a family, it won't enjoyable. Be being bombarded with dates. Nobody's going to ask you when the Tudor era was mm. and yeah. go into great it's detail about, you know. Much more lighthearted is where, I, where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if people do want to know, then obviously if I don't know it at that time, I can... I can gather the information and email them back with it. But mm. at the minute, we're going sort of fun and lighthearted. Mm. But it is a living village. Mm. Yes. You know, yes, so yes. all these ancient buildings are shops or homes. Mm. Um, you know, and I know from the Oval, the Oval was built in 1366. You don't get much older than that, even mm. in Dunster, do you? And no. you, you, when you go into the shops, when you finish the tour, and you can look at the way, you know, the glass has been made by hand and mm. you can see that all the... The wood's been worked by hand 400 years ago. So even when you're shopping, you get that. But the, the thing about it, doing a tour, is you start to understand how the village worked mm. and yeah. who was where, when, and the importance of the castle. I mean, you've talked about the polo. Yeah. But basically everyone in that village was employed either at the castle directly or providing services for Absolutely, it for yeah. For yeah. hundreds of years, yes. basically. Mm. And I'm sure it's why people have been coming and going for so long because it's a trading route. Yeah, we went over for the, the Arm. Horse Bridge. Yeah, we did. We? Yeah, absolutely, which is so fascinating. That's yeah, absolutely. And they're unique to this area, aren't yes, they? Yes, the pack horse bridges are. Obviously, the horses, they're very narrow. They're high at the side, so that obviously the horses can't jump off, but the packs with the goods in, they go over the side of the bridge. So that's quite fascinating yeah. as well yeah. for people to look and see it. Because until somebody tells you that, you go, oh, God, that's simple. Of course, mm. it, of course yeah. that's why they're so narrow. Because I used to walk across them and think, it's a funny sort of bridge, isn't it? Why, why is it so, why is it so, so narrow? The walls are so low. Yeah. You think, this isn't very health and safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Actually, what they were thinking of was donkeys and yes. ponies yes. heavily laden with yeah. wool or yeah. other goods coming in and out of Absolutely. the Absolutely, yeah. And a, a beautiful spot, probably the pack horse in Dunstan is probably one of the most yeah. photographed. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Let's it be is. fair. On most postcards or whatever, anything you see, it's mm. got that on it because it is just beautiful down there's, there, isn't um, it? There's a lot of stops, aren't there, on the tour where you can do your photos. Yes, You've got a brilliant view of the castle, which I think actually people who just pop into the village won't see mm. because you know some of these back routes. Yes, and, that's and, why I think I've decided to do it like that because yes. I'm not doing the the full on touristy sort of bits I'm trying mm. to do a, I'm trying to get a bit of a snippet of all of it I mean I am in doing some of the tourist bits obviously because they're the things we want to see but I'm adding a few extra and, and, and different ways of looking at it I think mm. that's how you've got to do it isn't it you know mm. I've always stood at this particular spot and thought oh my god it's like it's sort of it's breathtaking you sort of think it just sort of the castle just rises in front of you and you mm. think oh that's just like amazing yeah. and I think for people to see it like that for the first time because you drive along the road don't you and you, you, you sort of think is that a castle over there mm. And then for us to walk and literally be pretty much stood in front of it and then wander up round it is going to be fab, I think, for people. And you provide a view where there are no cars. Mm. Because one of the things about villages is they, funnily enough, don't come with multi-storey car parks, particularly Mm. when everything's in a conservation area and grade two listed. And that view is just straight out on the plane. And the same at the River Avel when you're round the back. Yes. I think people will enjoy that because Mm. those are the sort of pictures that you look at afterwards and say wasn't that a lovely day when we went into Dunster and isn't mm. it amazing about the Gallic Bridge and we didn't know why it was called that and what it was and isn't yeah. the river pretty yeah absolutely I also think as well if people take photos and they go home to show their friends which you do don't you when you go home mm. I'm hoping that they're gonna 
they're going to have that picture of the of the polo lawns, and they're actually going to say to their friends, "And oh, this is where this yes. happened, and this is this yeah. is where that happened." That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Mm. And then they'll go, "Oh, if we ever go to Dunstan, maybe may, maybe we'd like to do that." You know, that, yeah. that's what you hope, isn't it? And you, you you're sort of giving out a bit of your sort of love and passion of something hopefully to other people aren't you so that's I do think it's the village that people feel passionate about Mm. and uh, you know as an outsider you two um there's something about Dunster and Exmoor that Mm. you can just fall in love with and it's sort of indescribable because obviously everywhere has a challenge everywhere's got you know when I was driving backwards and forwards from London every weekend that's quite a long way Mm. um but even in Dunster you know I remember having I had a, a cream tea at the Methodist Hall, the Chapel Tea Rooms. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought, I'm going to live here. Mm. And I just don't know how that happened. It was like someone had walloped me on the head and I'd gone, oh, I'm going to live here. And I just think there's something about it that is magical in that village. And it maybe is all the old souls and the I think, history. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I used to come, not to Dunster, when I was little, I used to go to Porlock. We were on holidays mm. with my family. And I always thought that I would love to live by the sea. And lo and behold, never even managed for one minute that I would meet somebody who actually <laughs> lived here. Yeah. And I'm exactly the same yeah. as you. And I'm actually living that dream now. Yeah. I used to love coming here on holiday. And now I actually live here. Yeah. So when I wake up in the morning, I mean, like this morning I was walking the dog. I looked across from where I live and there's a deer <laughs> just stood in yes. the field. I mean, how lucky are we yeah. to see I mean, and I see them quite often. The just walking the dog. Yeah. You know, it's because it, you get the sea and Exmoor, don't you? Mm. I mean, what a combination. Mm. I know. And we've spoken a lot about that in podcasts, this coast and country and this real mix of it. And I think there is something very special, however much we could talk all day, Lucy, about the A39 and the A358 <laughs> and, you know, trying to get back connected onto the motorway or, or onto the railway network. But there is something splendid about being an hour away from a main connection yeah. because you have to take a bit more of an effort. You have to make a yes. bit more of an effort to get here. Yes. And I think that when you do get here, mm. for me, it, there's two things on that journey. There's the transmitters at Washford with their red lights on that you yeah. can see for miles. And then there's Conninger Tower yeah. that you can see as you head towards Dunster. And, of course, the asparagus and a new mm. potato sign, you know, on the Withicum Strait there. <laughs> but, you know, the, 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 it's just seeing Conninger Tower and think, God, I'm almost home. It's funny and that when you're there. For you, it's Conninger Tower. For me, it's Dunster Castle. Mm. And I'm I'm driving, you know, on that straight, um, the straight bit on Dunster. And I'm trying really hard to look ahead and not, <laughs> not look round to my left and look mm. at it. But I say to guests when I'm sort of doing the directions, I always say, you're looking for a fairy tale castle because when you look at it, yes. it is a fairy tale castle. Mm. I can remember the very first time I saw it as a child, mm. and my dad pulled up in the layby, which is mm. opposite, right yeah. and yeah. I absolutely thought it was a fairy yeah, tale castle. It looks like that. Mm. And as a kid, as a child, in a child's eye, it's it's, it's much bigger than it is in an adult's yeah. mm. eye, isn't it? Mm. And as a kid, I remember thinking. God, it's massive. I've never seen anything like yeah. it. But now as an adult, when I come back, I have the same feeling, Lucy, that I feel like I'm home when I see the castle. Mm. It's not as big in an adult world, but it's still absolutely yeah. beautiful. Mm. So it, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it, the history you have? And that back bit that we walked where we went down Mill Lane yeah, um, and we came out onto the open area, that you can actually see deer on the walk, can't you? Yes. If you're lucky, you, the people coming with you might see deer. In the deer park, it's yeah. called the deer park. Yeah, but you yeah. don't often see them no, in the deer don't. park, do you? Because there's cows in there. Mm. Yeah, 
But you, they might, absolutely, because they come out of the woods, don't they? Yeah. I mean, probably early on or uh, like today, then well, a beautiful day like it is today, you're more likely to see them come out of the woods, I think. Mm. But um, no, absolutely. Yeah. And how lucky they would be if they do. So how, how many people get to walk around a village and see wild deer yeah. and, on that same tour? Mm. You know, that's quite... Yes, I would real think ones, that. not in a picture. You know, that's, <laughs> that's probably up there, I would think, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. And then you get to do, you know, if you've brought your family, you get the kids get to do the I Spy, which keeps mm. them entertained. And like you say, you go for a cream tea afterwards or, or lunch. a bit of shopping. Yeah, or shopping, yeah. 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 And there's quite a lot of art galleries in Dunstan. Mm. And that's one of the things I think we forget about because we're so used to it. But, you know, there's three places you can buy original art mm. or lovely prints. It's not just... You know, the oldie worldy tea rooms. It's all of it, isn't it? Yes. So love the whole package. The whole package. Yeah, you can easily idle away a whole afternoon there, couldn't mm. you? Well, or a I'm, whole day. I'm just really pleased you're doing it because I think a lot of the time people ask me about Dunster, and mm. I've written quite a lot of history of Dunster for the guest books and the website and things. Um, but I feel like there's a gap for someone really bringing it to life, and I think you're going to do that brilliantly. So I'm so hopefully excited. I'm very you excited. Will. You will. Nervous yeah, and true. excited at the moment. Yeah. But I think once yeah. it gets underway, I'll be. It'll be it'll be fine. Well, if if I've got to know you even a wee bit over the last six months or so or year since we've been working <laughs> together, I think you'll do an amazing job because yeah. there are a few people that I know that are so engaging, and I think that's what Dunster needs mm. because uh, you know people are so busy running their shops, running their own business, yeah. you know, doing what we do best in the hospitality sector yeah. in the UK. But it just needs someone with a bit more time uh, and, a, and the passion. Uh, yes. The passion about the village. So how long is this tour going to take? Is it all day or is it an hour? Yeah. No, hopefully we're aiming for about an hour and a half. Brilliant. Yeah, um, which I think is doable. Yeah. Um, we'll allow up to two hours just in case, because obviously you do with how fast people walk. And, and parking. And parking. And if yeah. we've got small people, obviously they don't walk as fast no. and they, you know, they like to stop and obviously... Toilet breaks, people might want to drink, people might want to sit down for a little bit, I don't know. And also how much information they want to know about. Because yeah. mm. I will stop at different points mm. and, you know, gauging how many people I've got there and, and how many questions I'm asked, obviously that's going to... But, I mean, maximum two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and how much is it going to cost? It's going to cost £10 per adult mm -hmm. and £5 a child. Fantastic. Okay, so what we'll do on the podcast information, we'll put the link to where you can inquire about the service and we'll update that uh, with the website once the website or the social media booking engine is launched um, before uh, before we kick off on the 21st yeah. of June. Also, I have timings on there, which we've not totally nailed down just yet. So, <laughs> so hopefully you'll need to watch that space for a minute. But yeah, we're on it. So don't worry. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to it. I promise you, I won't put you off when I come on it, but I will bring my microphone, so we may... You're such a liar. Yeah. <laughs> no heckling at the back. As long as you take me for a cream tea, I don't mind. Yeah. Well, I may, may just do that. Actually. Yeah. Actually, where, where should we go? You're going to say... I know what you're going to say. So actually, should we not do the walk and just go for the cream tea? Yeah, forget the walk. Yeah, just forget it. Yeah, it's raining or something. Well, it's um, too hot. Yeah. <laughs> It's, well, it is British weather, let's be honest. It's probably yeah. doing one or the other. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring my <laughs> Well, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, we'll be in touch with all the information very soon. And if you want to do a follow-up podcast, Jackie, can just shout. That'd be lovely. Out. That'd be absolutely lovely. Okay, Brilliant. good to see you again today. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thanks. Thanks.